Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And on the line with us, actually, it's Dennis Halnan. He's one of the employee owners of Tab Computer. He helps me out. With your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns, and on the line with us as well is our friend Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV. You there, Wes? Hey guys, how is everybody doing this morning? Well, we're finally enjoying some of the nice weather Florida's been enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologize, I couldn't uh, join you in video right now. We've had some uh, pretty bad storms that came through last night, so we've got some. Uh, Internet outage in the area, so uh, I do apologize, but no video right now. That's okay, not a not a problem. We can <laughs> we can adapt. Doing? We're doing good. Yeah. We're doing good. So yeah. our regular visit with Wes is uh, he's from IT Pro TV and he's an edutainer down there, and, and IT Pro TV works to train people in technology, and they have a huge catalog of courses, and I've taken a few with Wes and his and his cohorts down there, and uh, th- these guys are doing their best to bring us the geeks we need uh, to get oh, trained up, you know, and you guys do a great job doing it. Now, we figured we'd have you on again, as we always do. Is there any topics that you would like to talk about when it comes to technology this morning, Wes? Is there anything that has been on your mind? I mean, I, I, something that came up, too, that maybe has been on your mind, too, is this craziness with Google and their AI have you, have you yeah, been let's f- talk about that. I haven't heard. I, honestly, I've been so deep into uh, creating uh, cloud-based courses lately. I haven't heard about that one, so uh, I'd be interested in hearing about it myself. Well, there's a guy who works there who has been working on the chatbot. Uh, L, it's Lamanda, L-M-D-A. Well, yeah, they, okay. they call it Lambda. Yeah. And it's some, the guy is convinced the chatbot is alive. And it is now, uh, we have Skynet, really, is what he's kind of saying. Skynet is self-aware. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Google's saying, hey, come on, man. This is designed to do what it's doing, and you've been fooled by our technology. Because, <laughs> you know, if, if you look at when you type in uh, anything you type in on a text these days or in some of these, some of these automatic feedback technologies, it'll actually guess what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's that hard to guess what you're going to say. Um, and sure. this this guy is, thinks he's having a conversation with uh, this technology to the point where he's even hired a lawyer because he wants to protect it. <laughs> well, as far as I know about AI, it's only going to do what you program it to do, and it can't it can't 
act outside of its, you know, the bounds of its programming. Right. I mean, something might be said with machine learning, but we're still using algorithms that use that are used, you know, to uh, uh, just to run analysis against large data sets. I mean, just. Right. You know, exabytes of data today, you know, to gain some kind of intelligence, you know, visualization, make sense of the information. And we uh, just face it 10 years ago, you know, I think I've mentioned this before. They said worldwide in one day uh, traveling the Internet would be around eight exabytes of information. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys, now we've got we've got single corporations that have more than that information today. So, yeah. uh, ever the, you know, more than ever. So uh, we have, uh, you know, big data. Something might be said to machine learning, but uh, it, it's interesting. As far as I know, it can't it can't act outside of the bounds of its programming, and it was programmed by humans. Exactly. And now, in your course, do you guys get into any of the AI technology at all as far as getting people trained up on what it's all about if people were interested in getting into AI? Well, in some of the more advanced uh, cloud courses, because we know that uh, both AWS and Azure and, of, of course, GCP, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, more of the bigger ones there, though, uh, like AWS and uh, uh, Azure, yes, so you will learn uh, a little bit more about AI and machine learning uh, and, uh, you know, get into it. But as a specific uh, one-off type course uh, focused on that. It's usually uh, mixed in with the other holistic components of the cloud that we're teaching on. Right. Now, speaking of the cloud, I was talking about this. I had flown to Florida and had some fun times down there. And then, you know, when I got, I got stuck here on the tarmac, the uh, the plane was trying to figure out which route it would take. And we talk about artificial intelligence where, you know, this guy thinks Google's bot is alive, but I can't, I'm on the tarmac and the plane can't figure out how to get from Connecticut to Florida. It needs a new, a new triptych as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would think the data is all there, all the AI, all the number crunching in the cloud would occur rather quickly, but it doesn't seem to be that. So you, yeah. you, you juxtapose uh, it yeah. with a with a sentient Google, they say, and I can't get out the tarmac. I, you know, Come on. I don't believe it. We're here yet. You know, I don't think Skynet's alive yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, not yet. And you figured, you know, you could they could leverage some of that uh, too. But uh, I guess with flight plans and stuff, they don't want a blue screen in the uh, traffic control center. That would be bad. <laughs> yeah, that absolutely. Bad. <laughs> so, what else is going on training wise? What, what are you guys oh, working on? Oh, we got all oh we got all kinds of stuff going on. You know, as uh, as you know, maybe some of your audience knows. You know, we were uh, we're part of ACI Learning's uh, broader uh, company, so we've got a lot of stuff uh, going on right now. We just. Uh, completely redid our lab interface uh, and uh, kind of having that seamless blending of not only taking something like an A-plus course where you can get CompTIA's A-plus training, get some help desk, uh, you know, and support desk uh, training under your belt, but you can now seamlessly integrate a lab environment with that. Uh, and uh, that, that's been one of the things that's been really good because I've been on uh, the back end helping to uh, develop some of those labs too. So uh, really, really busy, a lot of great stuff going on. And uh, we've got a lot of content uh, that we're working on uh, right now, AWS content, CompTIA content, Microsoft content, uh, uh, things from the EC Council, uh, that type of content, cybersecurity, a lot of cybersecurity going on right now because we know that that's uh, very important topic and important set of skills to have under your belt it really is I, i've been taking your security plus training and it's been very informative and, and, and fun actually um you know we make our our techs become security plus so as the least i could do is to do it too um <laughs> and i'm going through it and I'm, one thing i've brought up on the show today is kind of interesting with 2fa being something all the cyber insurance companies want everyone to have uh, in order to insure companies these days there's new stories going on out there where cyber attackers are simply just bothering people at two in the morning 
making their phones go off or making their swipes go off just so that they just accept the the intruder and let them go back to sleep. Um, so we're back to humans again. No matter how much security we put in there, there's so many dinglings out there that I'd be like, I just want to go to bed. I don't really care about where I work anyways. I'm going to let them in. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You can't make you it up. Misuse testing. You know, people, you know, users will find a way. You know, it doesn't matter how you've configured an interface or created it. Uh, they will find a way to use it any way other than the way you intended it. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it always comes back to that human element. No matter uh, how much we try, we put in things like biometrics, we add 2FA, you know, we uh, enforce password, policy, uh, password policies, and uh, it's always seen as an inconvenience, you know, and it's a fine line. It's a balancing act. Uh, wire act uh, where you know it's uh, that that balance between enough security and I, I don't know what enough is and i think we're still trying to figure that out especially as the fact that the attackers the threat actors they never sleep right. uh, but between securing your networks and not making them so secure that even the people that are authorized and uh, you know, should be authorized users can't get in. And uh, it's always a fine, it's a fine line. Like for me with administrative, some of the administrative stuff I do, logging into cloud tenants, uh, I do not cache credentials. Uh, if it says, hey, do you want to not see this login for another 30 days? I'm like, no, that's the reason I put 2FA on my account. I want right. you to uh, do that. And uh, I enforce it, you know, especially with like uh, administrative and privilege accounts. Uh, it's a requirement. It's not a, you can't silence this. Uh, but yeah. the the hard thing is, is trying to convey that to end users who really just either at this case, in this example, just want to go back to bed. Uh, right. You know, how much they play a part uh, in uh, helping to secure an organization's assets. And that's why I think, uh, I really think end user security training is so important and so valuable. Uh, and um, I really think everybody should be attending it. So they can, they, they can start to learn even at a high level what, they're, what, what role they play in the security posture of an organization. Yeah, I mean, the, most of the attacks that happen these days, a big chunk of them are insiders anyways. Um, so the people are just being compromised by the bad guys. You call up, hey, Dennis, you, you want to get into a tab? Here's $100,000 or even $10,000. You do it? Okay. Uh, Dennis, would never, yeah. Dennis would never do that. He's an employee <laughs> owner. Um, but, you know, people will sell their grandmother down the river for less than that. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's getting oh, ridiculous yeah. out there. Well, how about blockchain? Do you guys talk about you – know, there's so many ding dong. We just had – we had Bill Gates, who I was going to bring up earlier, talked about – you know, cryptocurrency is based on greater fool theory, which I completely agree with, uh, which greater fool theory is basically finding a bigger fool to pay for a big piece of worthless code uh, more than you paid for it. Right. And that's a greater fool theory it happens. You can use it for your homes. You can use it for anything else. But crypto, I think, fits pretty well. Do you guys do anything with blockchain to explain to people what blockchain is? Uh, is that a course there? I never looked. There are, I, I believe we've had some uh, tech shows uh, where they're not actually certification based that we've had about blockchain, and mm -hmm. that's what you know. You know, some people don't realize is that Bitcoin and blockchain are not the same. Right. Cryptocurrency and uh, blockchain are not the same. You're right. Uh, blockchain is, uh, it, it, you know, is is that secure ledger that Bitcoin utilizes. But again, they're not completely tied. So blockchain by itself is a very very great thing, especially yeah. If you talk about a permission-authorized network and you do blockchain for business, mm -hmm. uh, that immutable you know, set of transactions is, is uh, very, very important uh, yeah. as far as the cryptocurrency. They seem to change what is the priority and how expensive it is and how beneficial it is. I mean, they change like athletes change socks. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just it, it changes every day. But the, the underlying foundation, uh, the ledger foundation, the transaction mm -hmm. foundation that uh, – 
uh, blockchain is built on can be used in so many so many different things, and not just cryptocurrency. Right. Uh, and uh, just transactions in general, and having to uh, you know reduce costs, not having you know third party uh, settlements and stuff. All of that can be seen. Everybody that's a part of the transaction from beginning to end can see what's going on. Uh, you know, you and you can use it in so many different ways. Yes, I so agree with that completely. Itself, I, I believe is great. Yeah, completely agree. Um, it was interesting when first when all this stuff first came out. There was an iced tea company, I think, that caused, called themselves Blockchain Iced Tea, and their stock went <laughs> through the roof. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's crazy out there. But yes, you're right. Blockchain is a, definitely a valuable tool. However, again, the cost of running a blockchain environment is is extremely, you know, it's CPU intensive, it's energy intensive. Um, you know, it, it's got a value, but is it worth all that? processing power all that energy power we'll have to see but i was just curious if you guys touched on it at all so that we can get some more fo- make some less fools out there so they understand the word blockchain yeah, sure. or, uh, is not necessarily sure. synonymous with a value and a token that they say is worth x um very cool anything else you want to talk about west this morning Oh man, I could talk. I could talk for hours on tech. <laughs> no, I, you know, just uh, it's great to uh, you know be on the show with you all, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep training along, man. And I'm I'm going to be on with Wes Bryan in July. You guys oh, have I a cannot wait. You have a webinar. Is there a way we can link that information? Oh, you know what? Uh, if you yeah yeah, reach out to me, and we'll we'll find a way that we can do a direct connect. Uh, we do. We bring a lot of people in, a lot of external feeds and stuff like that. So I'm sure we can. Uh, that's not going to be a problem. We can make that happen, and then all the people up there in New England and your uh, listening audience can uh, tune in and see it live as well. Sounds good. Yeah, we're going to be talking about security for small business, which is something it's difficult to get for everybody. But it's yeah, very definitely. important. Important. It's just so it can be so expensive. So Wes, great to talk to you on this Saturday morning. We appreciate you you, always, you checking yeah. in. Maybe ne- I'm sorry you had to deal with the storms, but maybe next uh, next time we'll get you back on the video feed. Oh, I can't wait. I had everything set up too. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, you, you, we we can uh, connect up next month and uh, get a chance to see my ugly mug on the camera. All right, sir. Thank <laughs> thank you, Wes. Talk to you soon. <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. I All appreciate right, it. You now. got it, Wes Bryan, IT Pro TV. If you want to get trained up, you want to get a little little more information about even you know becoming a geek. Go to computertalkwithtab.com. Go to our live links area there. There's a link right there. You save thirty percent, and you can become a little more IT savvy if you want to just dabble, or you can become a real certified geek like yeah, us. I mean, yeah, even if you're not thinking about a career in IT, learn. Yeah. I mean, you're going to find out information that you can use. Yeah, and Wes is fun to listen to. He does a good job. All right, guys, we're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be back with your calls. Four lines wide open. I know it's a gorgeous Saturday morning. It's rare in Connecticut, but get online. We'll do our best to help you out with, with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Four lines open for you. And then, of course, at 11 o'clock, Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And I did kind of throw those uh, couple of topics out there with Google and uh, uh, the, the person there. It's, uh, of course, getting in trouble because they, they're releasing all sorts of internal proprietary information about the chat bot. And Google's not too happy about that. Oh, yeah. And he's convinced that uh, Google's chatbot is sentient. And uh, uh, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, as a geek, I, I, I think it's cool, right? I, as a geek, I'd be like, oh, great. We've got, we're, we're, we're about to end the planet. You know, we've got sentient uh, machines. We're in big trouble. I don't think it's cool, but the technology is cool if you could actually have a sentient 
software. But no, we're not. We're nowhere near there if we can't figure out how to get from New Haven to Florida without sitting there for half an hour. I mean, just juxtapose it with anything you do in your life about technology, and and you could pretty much say to yourself, we're not there yet. Well, here's the thing: what Wes said about AI is true. Right. That it lives entirely within the bounds of its programming. Right. Now, what this chatbot is doing yeah. is responding to people in ways that are appropriate for what they are saying. Or where they are, too. Correct. Right? It, it knows it, Because Google knows where you are, they know when you are, they know what they, you've right, been doing. They know what time it is, they know where you are. Uh, in, in a lot of cases, it probably knows who you are because you're using some kind of a Google ID to get to it. And they've been listening anyway. And they've been phone. paying attention to everything that's going on. It right. has access to your phone, maybe. Right. right. It has this whole world of data that it can draw on. Right. But it's designed to elicit, to provide an appropriate response to what you're saying in the chat. Right. And apparently what spooked the guy is that it's doing exactly that. <laughs> it's doing its job. So. <laughs> Tell me how how has it branched away right. from what it was originally programmed to do? I can't. I don't see how it's doing that. Right. We don't have a. Do you want to play a game? Remember that? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Thermonuclear war. Uh, he just wanted to play chess. Um, but so yeah, I mean, the technology is not there yet. Uh, for crying out loud, I mean. We still can't update Office without having a blow up for poor Helen. I mean, <laughs> oh, I know. Sentient Google. Me. We're not there yet. Now. We've been proven wrong occasionally as well. I mean, you know, th- then again, though, the PC has been predicted its demise. Literally, the end of the death of the PC has been literally predicted since I started this program 28 yes. years ago. Right. They predicted the death of the PC. We've selling more PCs than we ever have. Um, so, again, the experts don't tend to know what they're talking about, frankly. Um, and, again, in this case... Google's just, just letting this guy, I don't know, hang himself, I guess. He's hiring a lawyer for a chatbot. Uh, you know. What? Yeah. I mean, seriously? <laughs> yeah, it's serious. Um, and then the other thing, too, greater fool theory, right? Uh, so this is something Microsoft and Bill Gates, Microsoft's former CEO, Bill, Ga- uh, Bill Gates, talked about great, uh, crypto and NFTs being based on greater fool theory. And uh, I was thinking to myself, well, I always knew there was some sort of, had to be some sort of theory out there for all the craziness of people doing what they're doing with buying and selling things. You know, Beanie Babies is one of our examples we use when we talk about NFTs. Um, and he's saying, look, this is all based on ba- just tricking the uninformed into buying something that is for more than you paid for it, right? Right. And you can do that in any anything you want, right? You can have an old bicycle that's 30 years old. If you can get somebody to pay you a 1000 bucks for it, they're the greater fool, right? But maybe you don't know something they do, right? Maybe they know that there's some other fool out there that'll pay $2,000 for it. I don't know, right? So in the case of uh, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, it's it's graphics. It, right. I mean, it's a, the, the, what is it, some stupid monkey? The, the guy who owned the dumb monkey or something like that, oh, right? Oh, right, right. Uh, and he, even his wallet was stolen, so even he lost access to his picture of his <laughs> monkey. I mean, it's crazy out there, and that's what we're dealing with. I mean, lots of fools, right? P.T. Barnum. There's tons of them. We talked about it here in Connecticut. So feel free to get online, guys. Four lines open for you. The links are out there at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you follow us on Facebook and like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook... This all might get into your news feed as long as Zuckerberg deems it worthy and you're not in Australia. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back. The ominous music is an indication that Computer Talk with Tab is back on the air. Reminds me of Doom. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. That's maybe a good a good song for the crypto folks. The guys who were $2 trillion was lost. $2 trillion actual dollars in, in fake money value yes. was lost um, recently and continues to decline. And uh, I don't shed a tear for it. And it's, it's As far as I'm concerned, it's a good thing. If we get rid of cryptocurrency tomorrow... Our ransomware attacks will be a whole lot less because you can't pay the bad guys in the fake money if does if it doesn't exist. Right, and there's no there's no reason for them to do the ransom attacks if you can't pay them in a way that can't be traced. Right, or at least that they think can't, can't be, be traced. traced. There can be quote unquote uh, traced. It can be. I but it's hard to reach into Uzbekistan and get the bad guys. Well, uh, I've heard stories of uh, investigators here in the U.S. Ah. Finding people doing bad things, not necessarily with the currency itself, yeah, but doing bad things uh, by by tracking their cryptocurrency transactions right, and good. backtracking them to where they live. All right, and if yeah. they don't get six months in prison, then that'd be good. If you throw them in yeah. there for a nice decade to rot, that'd be fine with me. Um, 
All right, Dennis. We got, that's what, the, we, we got calls we're going to wait oh. for. So 860-522-9842, guys. Four lines wide open if you want to get in before the top of the hour, uh, before uh, healthy rounds. But as we wait, Dennis does have some neat uh, news. We well, talk this about. is cryptocurrency related. It is. Um, as you, as we've talked about for a while, since ever I've been on the show, and I'm yeah. you get you and Bob were talking about it years ago. Yeah. Uh, graphic cards are hard to get, and yeah. they have been for years. This is going back to what twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen. Goes back a ways. I mean, five, seven years, mm-hmm. I would think. And the reason for that is because uh, the Bitcoin miners mm-hmm. Which were is ba- buying them up, right, in order to mine Bitcoin. And that all that is, guys, to mine a Bitcoin is just participating in the blockchain. That Wes talked about, right? Right. He talked about the value of that blockchain and its existence. Well, you got to maintain it, and what you were doing with your your mining equipment was maintaining the blockchain and getting a piece or a sliver. You get paid by the the crypto entity a percentage of a coin as you crank out this the the CPU and GPU processing of that blockchain. Right. Now, what's happening is. The uh, it turns out that because a lot of places or a lot of people are not they're they're shutting down their their mining operations. Right, it's too expensive. Right, compared to what they get out of it, so they're shutting them down. And now, graphic adapters are more available, and prices are even starting to collapse on some of them. Thank goodness. Because what happened at you know maybe two years ago after the uh, COVID. Uh, well, after the shutdowns ended mm-hmm. and the factories geared back up, yeah. they started cranking out certain models of GPUs right. just to get them back into the stores. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't been bought. So now those particular models are really cheap now. Thank goodness. Now and we can have it's engineers. it's about time we can actually sell these cards to our clients right. that are CAD drafters or doing other things. Right. Like, and making they can, actual they things. They can actually, right, they can make stuff right. using these. So it's about time. Yeah. And it's showing you what is happening in the cryptocurrency industry when now it's the uh, ripple effects are radiating out into other parts of the economy. Well, the thing, if you just think about how, circu- how secure, circuitous it is, so cryptocurrency is saying, based on this, based on you paying for all sorts of CPUs and all sorts of electricity and all sorts of computers to maintain the blockchain of our thing, mm-hmm. we'll pay you some of our thing, which is worth technically nothing, mm-hmm. but we'll tell you it's worth this, and you continue to spend your hard-earned actual money and giving it to Duke Energy or giving it to CLNP or whatever you want to give it, you whatever they're called now, Eversource. All that's going out the door, and you're hoping... Your fake money, the stuff that you're sitting there cra- heating your living room with because of all your 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 mining equipment or heating your basement because it's just all these computers punch out so much heat when those processors are cranking. Well, it's- that's true. You're right. Not only are you paying for the electricity to run the computing cycles, right. you're also paying to air condition the air to right. cool it off. To get your fake <laughs> sliver of money. And now the, the, the reason I bring it up in this way is because I thought, I came across this a Reuters article. I didn't even know this occurred. Elon, of course, is in the in the media all the time. Half of it's his own fault, right? Mm-hmm. So he was messing with Doggy Coin or Dogecoin or whatever you want to call Dogecoin, it. Dogecoin, I Dogecoin. think. Dogecoin, that's fine. And uh, basically, he was sued uh, 
for $258 billion of real dollars by a Dogecoin investor who accused him of running a pyramid scheme to support the cryptocurrency in the complaint filed in federal court in Manhattan. The plaintiff, the bigger fool, Keith Johnson, accused Musk of electric car company Tesla uh, and space tourism company SpaceX of racketeering for <laughs> touting Dogecoin and driving up its price, only to then let the price tumble. So he's mad that he, that that he that the guy who was pumping up his fake money stopped pumping up his fake money. Remember remember how Elon went back and forth because he realized it was a big environmental disaster. That's what right. crypto is. It's really a disaster. Again, I'm not a tree hugging. I I want clean air and clean water, right? But this is ridiculous. I mean, to crank your your computers and have a massive amount of them to mine fake money that they give you for doing it in this circuitous way, and you're thinking you're doing something is. It's kooky, man. I don't even know how to tell you, but it's back to greater fool theory. So the defendants were aware since 2019, according this is in quotes, the defendants were aware since 2019 that Dogecoin had no value, yet promoted Dogecoin to profit from its trading, the complaint said. Duh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it is. And I have a drawing. I, I'm going to come up with my NTF of a bridge to sell you. It's the same thing, guys. <laughs> right? Greater fool theory. I mean, I didn't hear a greater fool theory was an actual theory until Gates told me, but I always knew in my heart it existed, but it's a, it's a thing. And actually, we should find, I'll find the link, the actual financial link to greater fool theory. And you can actually sit back and think to yourself, huh, savings and loan scandal in the 80s. Huh. Uh, all the things that happened in 2008, right? With all the, all the mortgage-backed oh, securities. Sure. Huh. Greater fool theory. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it works. As I've always, Sadly, it works. If you sit down to a poker game and don't realize who the chump is, it's you. <laughs> All right. So let's get to your calls. Uh, going to go to Bonnie in Windsor. What's going on, Bonnie? Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Um, we had a couple of frontier people here yesterday to um, check on our modem, and um, they told us that fiber optic would be coming to our neighborhood soon mm-hmm. uh, and i don't know anything about it but they said it would increase our service from the 1.5 megabytes that <gasps> we currently have to 500 yeah it's a big improvement no extra charge for, for excuse me for mm-hmm. this that it would be at no cost to us yep. as far as installation i'm not sure if that's true um but i have a couple of questions related to that mm-hmm is um is the fiber optic system completely wireless within the home? Well, that'll depend on your firewall. The fiber optic is a is an actual piece of of strand of fiber. It's it's going to transmit data to you using light. And right now you're over old copper. You're using a DSL, a digital subscriber line they call it, which yes. is old copper lines, and that's why you're only getting 1 megabit of uh, performance. Now, here's the question, Bonnie. What are you on? Are, are you able to get done what you get done now on your DSL service? Or is it too slow? Uh, yes, um, I can't zoom because right. well, we don't have um, a camera first of all on our on our monitor. All right. um, but um, also, it buffers too much. Right. Too, right. But uh, aside from that, that they were saying that our computer was old. It's eight years old. The um, the what do you call it? The the tower, yeah. um, the processor. It is. And uh, we do have Windows 10, 
Would okay. we have okay. to go to Windows 11 in order to use the fiber optic? No, you no don't. not at all. Would, would this 500 megabytes blow up our eight-year-old computer or <laughs> <laughs> keep no. using it? That's great. No, you can keep using it. Okay. It'll work fine. It'll work better, actually. Yeah, and, and actually, Bonnie, do they have a smaller service that you could buy? They're going to try to sell you as much as they can because there's going to be an introductory rate. And then when the introductory rate goes away, it's going to be based on how much bandwidth you decided you needed. Now, you're running at one megabit. One and a half. The maximum. Ooh, one and a half. <laughs> one Ooh. and a half. Yeah, don't, half extra. I don't want to take away that half for you. Um, so to go from one and a half to 500, you can do the math. That's a big jump. Right. So, but you don't need it. Um, you could be happy at 50, 60. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, you, fiber is the future. You should also check to see if GoNetSpeed is in the area. Um, all of a sudden, thanks to GoNetSpeed, Frontier is finally pushing out high speed internet for people because they've sat back on their butts and let you run at 1.5 megabits, which is, which is basically for Connecticut being still revolutionary, it's like a literally revolutionary war time because you're running a <laughs> yeah. 1.5 megabit is just awful it, it's unconscionably slow yeah so yeah, yeah. you would want to ask them for the slowest or the smallest bandwidth um because when that introductory rate changes it's going to whack you i suspect um but that's how they've always worked mm-hmm. right because we've managed we have a laptop that we use at the same time that i'm using the pc right we've had grandchildren we've had Three other people managing to do their things on their computers while they're here. How old are your grandchildren? Uh, one is in his early 20s and the other is oh. 18. Uh, they're not using your service. They're using their cell phones. Uh, no, they they put a, like this Ethernet thing. On. I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand these things. Yeah, and one the... of them is a game designer, but he can't do that when he's here. No, he can't. No, he can't. No. Well, they're very nice grandchildren you have there because my yes, kids. Except they don't live near enough to help me with these things. No, no, my kids would definitely not allow the one point five. So, <laughs> you could look into it. Um, look at uh, at their slowest offering. Um, say you want the slowest offering, and then see if GoNetSpeed is in the area. They've been expanding all over the place. I think they're nearby, at least Bloomfield. Um, so they could be coming to Windsor, too. Um, well, they need to uh, install new phone lines throughout the house because we want to keep our landline, or we, will we lose our landline phones? Mm, well, well when, the, when the fiber gets delivered, the delivery of the telephone service does change, so... Yeah, they're probably going to have to do some work inside the house for the phones. They're going to love crawl spaces through little access holes. Mm. Um, uh, so would, would you think we'd be able to keep our current phones? Or Well, I'm going to tell you, Bonnie, you should consider getting off of those RJ11 dial-up copper lines. Eventually, they're going to say they're not available. Um, and you're going to have to choose a different method of, of calling. Um, do you have a cell phone? It doesn't work well at our house because of the proximity to the airport. That That's my theory, anyway. Wait, well, there, if it's what? 5G, they could have turned off the area of Bradley. That's true, but... But you should be getting 4G. Um, yeah, 4G yes, I, I should am. fly. Yeah. Yes, I have 4G. What's your cell service? Oh, uh, <laughs> track phone. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, I would, t- I would have you consider getting off of your old copper line when you make this transition, you could always forward that number to a Google Voice and have it go to your your cell service if you wanted to, if you wanted to keep the quote unquote number active. Um, but eventually, they're going to say no copper for you. Eventually, they're going to have 
maybe you're going to lose that number at some point. Um, but check with Frontier to see if they'll offer it for you. Uh, Go NetSpeed may not offer that option for you. Um, okay. You, I, I was getting the feeling that they were trying to get everybody off copper wire. They are. They are. Uh, from what they were saying. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm too old for this stuff. I, no, no, I never. I think that's why we're programmed to have certain life expectancies. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to uh, keep... Dealing with this newfangled stuff yes, these all kids this use. Newfangled stuff. Yeah, I understand. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. For the advice to at least ask for the slowest bandwidth. That's all you need, Bonnie. You're going from one. If you went to 150, I, I, I know you'd be happy. What's their slowest? Do you know, Dennis? I do not know. I want to bet you it's 200. I bet you can probably get it, it for 150. Be. I'm thinking it's going to be 150 to 200. Yeah. So. Okay, well, that uh, ought to be. Enough of an increase for, oh, for, for your grandkids will never stop leaving. They'll be there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the game designer might even move in. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I don't know. He likes his living arrangement now pretty well down in Virginia. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but thank you so much for everything. You got it, Bonnie. Thank you for calling. Bye now. All right, bye bye. Yeah, so fiber is the future. Uh, is a future. There's other futures coming too. Wireless is going to be another future where we're going to see 5G being the future right. too. Right now, now that a lot of the uh, the radio frequencies are being opened up for that. Right, and I think and we're going to. I know we got to take a break, a quick break, but I think if, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they use a lot of the old UHF TV broadcast frequencies uh, for 5G? VHF, VHF. Uh, or one of the, well, I'm maybe look it both. Up. Maybe both. I'm going to look it up. So we're going to step out for a quick break. Paul, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk, and we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online until then, and then Dr. Lessie will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And let's go to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Paul in Willimantic next. What's happening, Paul? Hi. I have a uh, Lenovo monitor that I bought in 2013. All right. I was wondering if I could use it on a Lenovo computer that I bought in 2020. You should be able to. There aren't any compatibility uh, things? Well, the only thing that you might have to worry about is getting a physical connector that will go between the monitor and the computer. A um, physical connector? Yes. An uh, adapter. Right. And An adapter. The, the monitor will have, uh, from from that period, will we'll have several different types of inputs that it can take. Right. Also, the modern computer will have a couple different outputs that it can give. So what you have to do is figure out what the computer will send and what the monitor will receive. Now, in some cases, it might be that both of them do HDMI. Yeah. And all you you have to do is get an HDMI cable. Another possibility is something called DisplayPort. Um, Again, same thing. You just get yourself a DisplayPort cable to connect the computer to the monitor. Or VGA or DVI. And then you have to adapt it to whatever your laptop will take. So your laptop is, I think, the driver. Desktops. Oh, sorry, your desktop. Look at your desktop's video output for what type of connection it is. Now, here's a good way to do it. Well, you're in Willimantic. It's a bit of a ride. Cables and connectors in the Berlin Turnpike. Uh, if you go on their website, you could take a picture of your video card, and I bet you could email them a picture of it and say, hey, here's my here's my." My monitor and here's my my computer. What adapter do I need, if yeah. any? Yeah, provide the the make and model of the monitor too. Yeah. Okay. 
they might be very helpful in getting you yeah. that connection if necessary. Have you have you looked to see if it'll physically connect, Paul? No, I didn't want to take a chance. I didn't oh. know whether I, I well, would. Well, you're 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 not going to damage anything. No. The worst thing that'll happen is there just there just isn't anything that will marry up. But again, it's a matter of just getting the right adapter. Right. The old days, the worst thing you could do is bend a pin on that 15 pin connection when you put it in backwards. Right? I mean, we've all done yeah. it. We've all reached under there and jammed it in there. Oh, it's all bent up. That's the worst thing you can do if it's a VGA. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you very much. You got it, Paul. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, and people are always worried about that. I mean, we actually came across a client with an issue where, um, for some reason, we couldn't get the dual display to work on a pair of Roku devices over to some large TVs, even though they were all HDMI. So it was it was defying what us geeks understand is how this works because there are some limitations possibly to his monitor's ability to produce the resolution necessary. So if his computer is putting out a higher resolution than the monitor can handle, the monitor might be smart enough, depending on its vintage, to shut to kind of stage down and say, well, here you go, um, 1024 by 768. Right. The monitor could re-render it in a way that it can show and then go. Yeah. Right. Um, so you might find that it's just not capable of the higher resolutions that your nice computer can, can deliver. So you're going to ask yourself, why am I bothering with this monitor? Or you might not notice the difference. You know, it all depends on your on what your needs are. But I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV for being on the program. If you want to be a geek, go check out uh, computertalkwithtab.com. You can get a 30% discount and get some training. Join us. Join us, geeks. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything over to Facebook and Twitter for us. And Dennis was feverishly typing it into our site here <laughs> while we were on the, on the air. Go to computertalkwithtab.com for all those live links. I want to thank Carolyn for producing, of course. And uh, thank you very much, Carolyn. Nice job as usual. And uh, anything you missed during the show is out there. If you if you follow us on Facebook, if you like us and Zuckerberg deems it worthy, you might see it in your newsfeed. Remember, we need you to become geeks too. See you next Saturday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.